Brian Henson. I'm Frederick Philip Von Weiss, and thank you so much for consuming the Thunder Nerds, the conversation with the people behind the technology that love what we do and do tech good. Ah, and we're doing tech good. Where are we at, Brian? We're in what? Orlando. Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Orlando, yeah. Yeah, we're in Orlando, Florida, and we're live. We're here. We're. Uh, this is kind of the. Uh, DevFest Florida pre-show. Uh, we're gonna be at DevFest tomorrow all day. All day. Uh, all day from all day to all day. 50 hours. <laughs> 50 hours, I, I don't know how technically that's possible, but I'll ask my buddy Stephen Hawkins. Um, we are here with Diane Court. Diane, welcome to the show. We really appreciate you joining us. It's a pleasure, great to be with you. Oh, thank you so much. And Diane, tell us uh, and our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right, so I am a partner in NeoWare Studios, which is where you are right now. And yes. you know what? We are a business development studio. Uh -huh. And we have to be in the Oviedo Mall. In a mall. In a mall. In a mall. Wow. Okay. okay. So what does that mean? So we have space. We have full working space. And that is in part the second part of what we do. We call it STEM for business, right? Space. Technology, event management, and marketing. Those are the services that we offer. Oh, love that. So, to step back a little, we have um, very diverse backgrounds among our partners, and I have an incredible team in Neoware. Um, the really cool thing about it is that we began as a software company, uh, software and marketing company. Oh, interesting. Okay. And we are very community grounded and community focused. And when we came looking for it to do some things over here, had nothing to do with looking for space, we found space and sort of this on the shelf dream that a couple of us had just went, so jumped out in front and we said, oh, what if we open a full working space right here? This is a perfect space and everything's here. You've got, you know, the food in the food court, you've got great restaurants, there's a brewery right around the corner. Um, You've got uh, whatever you need to buy short or long term, either in the mall or just down the street. You could buy So it's ideal, and yet it's in the burbs, right? Yeah, it's an excellent location. So free parking, something that not every co-working uh, yes. place will ever <laughs> tell you they have. Right? So that's on the space side. And on, on the technology side, our development team can just work with our customers as they need to. Hmm. Finally, well, DevFest tomorrow is a perfect example. We do and help organizers with their events um, as much as little as they want. And finally, marketing services. We have a very strong digital marketing team. And um, all of those services are services that we wanted to make possible to early stage companies that would be natural clients for working space. We found out we also had a real interest among remote workers who are working in the vicinity of this mall um, because of all the enterprise that's here sure. and it's away. So we have people who are working with companies in Utah, Arizona, London. I love it. So yeah. Isn't it great? Yeah. And so the, the space is nice too. I mean yeah, there's a ping pong table in the back. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like desks. I see it like you I see bikes. Well, you have exercise bikes over here because there's a 24-7 gym right down the way called the zoo. 
It's one of okay. two locations. It is a gorgeous gym. Our members are able to get um, access, uh, not free access, but their membership fee is waived. And then mm. it's a really low membership fee. Yeah. And so we thought it'd be nice to have something to sort of get moving. Everybody's always so sedentary, you know, so when your iPhone goes off and says you have to do something, why not have some bikes? Yeah. And we went over and asked them if they mind donating a couple and we do a little space for them. And they went, wait a minute, we have those five spaces, we'll give you five exercise bikes. You're like, done. And we said, great idea. <laughs> right. I'm sure people use those all the time, too. Our are blue and pink, if you can see, we call it Zuno. Yeah. We love that. And, and there's a yellow and black, and they went, well. Yeah, because it's really well. Yeah, I like the yellow, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's, it's might be my great. favorite color. It yeah. is kind of nice. I wish I was closer. I will come up. Um, I've worked from up for like five years, and I live out in the middle of nowhere in Gaines City. She um, does, I know. Yeah, you yeah. just went there today to pick me up. And it'd be so nice to have a place that I could go to, because you'd think that, I mean, it's great working at home, but sometimes it'd be nice to go to a place yeah. where I could you know, meet other people and yeah. get something to eat. And, so. so so, now you know why we opened this space. Yeah. That you're the perfect person if we were there. And by the way, we are opening four more spaces within the next two months. Oh, wow. As well as uh, a much larger space Where? in the mall. Well, we are, I can't tell you all of them yet. We will okay, be, tell me all of them. We will, I can't tell you yet. I can tell you that we will be opening within the next six months across the mall from us in oh. 18,000 square feet. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. So that's going to be really exciting. What's your square footage here? About seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So, so, yes. So, one of the things we've been able to do, which is again sort of a reflection of our community ground, is um, we use services and trade services with other mall Now, if you think about it, one of the things we saw happen, and of course, we saw it, and we weren't necessarily the first to see it, but then companies like JLL and Collier discovered it too. Right? They're all writing big reports about. What's going to save them all? Oh, so that's our space side. And what really does make us unique, given there's a certain co-working company that had a rough time recently of their own doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 that one, yeah. We, we all know, know who, yeah. yeah. Okay. We so won't mention their names. We will not. We will not, we will not mention their names. No, but we all have to work. Yes. Yes, we all have to work somewhere. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> So, exactly oh, wow. what we're talking about, right? <laughs> um, anyway, they always said they were a tech company. Yeah. They bought a couple of tech companies. They bought Meetup. You can decide for yourselves what have worked better or worse yeah. after they bought it. Yeah. Right? We started this. We are a technology company that wanted to find a way to be part of a community and be part of growing a technology community right here in Orlando. And in fact, that's really how I met my partners and the, the original founders of our you know, first iteration was because I ran the Orlando Tech Association. Oh, I no, see. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. They came to a couple of those events. Um, I loved what they were doing. I realized how much they wanted to be sort of a force in the community and a connector. So we are collectively connected. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I, I also, I do really like that idea of being involved. So, 
parents bring their kids, walk by, you could be walking by a space like this and be like, oh, what are they doing in there? Get interest in tech. And I can see it being great for meetups too, a lot of like tech meetups. Exactly. Too. We like, do demo. Location. One of the things we do is a smaller event. Um, so clearly we host events like anyone that wants to. If you want to organize an event, if you want to host an event, you're looking for a space, we have 225 people coming tomorrow. So we know we've got the room um, and we've got the way of serving that. And that's really something we find very important, especially from the entrepreneurship startup technology standpoint. Now, why would we do it in Oviedo? Because one of the things that happened in Orlando is while we built in clusters, which is really smart, right? And there's a reason, tech, there's an economic reason, an economic development reason for our clusters. They're really good. They, they build these strong verticals. But one of the challenges that we have is that if you're in a space like most of the developers are, right. you're, you can work in any of those verticals. Mm -hmm. You can work at full set. I mean, you can work at EA. You can work over in, at, with companies in Research Park doing very different kinds of work from Orlando and so on. Um, so you are tech, you are connecting tech in a way. But we're very geographically spread out as a result. So one of the things that's always been sort of part of my mission, and I know that it's shared with my team, uh, is that we need to connect so let's do events that bring people together across the metropolitan area uh, area you know we've got 110,000 tech workers in central florida go yeah it's a big number <laughs> so when people say well i don't get it why would you be a technology or an innovation company well, because we've got that many people who are and it's only growing too. Part of it. And it's only exponentially, yeah. And and the universities that are feeding into that, whether it's wholesale or FIT or UCF right down or Seminole State, which is also right down. Valencia also has some very strong programs. We've got a lot of really exciting um, and they are great resources, both for the companies that are coming here and landing and growing, and those that are starting up very small and then grow. And we want them to not only start here, we want them to scale here and stay. Do you have some kind of uh, success stories uh, of people doing that? Well, there are success stories of people. I imagine, that. yeah. Um, there are success stories, probably the most famous, everybody always turns to fat merchant. Right? Fat merchant is a wonderful story, in part because the two founders met at a co-working space. They met at a starter studio about a time. Um, they were both working on different projects, and by the time they were through that cohort, they were working together to create this company called Fatmerchant, which Tanera Madani, a woman founder, I just have to say this, right? Yes. All right. So, <laughs> um, so that was really, really, she had the spark of the idea. She had tried, she had been working in corporate, she had tried to move it up the idea of the ladder. They went, no, 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 this sort of payment processing thing, it'll never work. Um, and they have, they're a wonderful, that version is a wonderful story because they've got funding, they're about to move into the guide building, if you know the guide building. Yes, they're yeah. about to take 18,000 square feet, something like that. So they are more than doubling the space that they currently have in a really historic building around the town. 
That's a really wonderful story. Yeah. Um, there are others from uh, code schools or the floor site. Right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so if we talk developers, there's a great example, right? Um, and everybody on that team benefited from that, and most of them stayed. Mm -hmm. And we've, you know, we've had other stories that didn't always mean they stayed here. Um, but, but they started here. But they started here. The goal is to keep companies that start here so that they grow here and find that this community is large enough to support them. I think one of my favorites is out of doubt. One of my favorite examples is success story. And it's still a startup, but it's just gone into jobs as luminary. Oh, okay. And the reason I love that is that very few people, even in the area, among technologists, know that the Creole Center, so our sensor development program at UCF and uh, that and the nanotechnology side at UCF, very few people know it. There just aren't that many places that have that research. Their sensor uh, Creole, which is the one in UCF, it uh, is one of, I think, five centers that were established in the United States with some government funding. Mm -hmm. I think there are three left at the Chief. There are more elsewhere where it's been more of a focus elsewhere. But Luminar has really taken LIDAR to a new level. They partnered with Volvo, they partnered with Toyota, they are really, I think it's Toyota, but I have. I have to be careful on that. <laughs> uh, so, but they have multiple large international uh, manufacturing partnerships. Um, and the quality of the, uh, the sensor is extraordinary. Mm -hmm. We had to do Yeah, I had to move the chair. Yeah, I get it. So annoying. <laughs> My leg was falling asleep. So, so I think Luminar, um, which has just grown from one building to another to another in Eastern Park, is a great school. Yeah, that's very exciting. So what um, might people not know about new where that sets it apart from, say, somebody else in this? Uh, so which round? Co-working side? Co-working side, yes. First and foremost, that STEM for business side. Yeah. Um, Space is space, and co-working spaces tend largely to be, um, all right, we're about community and collaboration, sure. and we offer you this. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> and Important. Or we're flex spaces, and so we're Regis tool, and so instead of that enclosed hall, you know, that hallway you walked down with, with drywall, and you had a couple of offices you could use, and a central receptionist, and a fax machine, remember that was really important in the day. Oh, yeah. You had that fax machine, can you spell it? Just remember. It was paper that sent electronically. Oh, an email. Yeah, an email. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. an email, electronically. And the, the best thing was when it, the statement that a fax machine by itself is useless, it's more valuable as you add more than that. So that was one of the first easily accessible examples of a network. Yeah. So, um, but nobody's really dying for a fact. They just still need printing, they still need some other services, they certainly need Wi-Fi, and that sort of defines a lot of co-working spaces. Sure. But I don't know any other that where hospitality is always part and parcel of it, I'd say there are 
have plenty of other organizations, whether they have one or four spaces, um, that see that it's really important to think of that part of their service. They don't have those other elements, the marketing, the uh, technology. So if we have a member or a retailer in the mall who is looking for support, from a technical standpoint or from an event standpoint, a marketing standpoint. We've already got some people in here who have space. But our, whether there are members or not, that's something that we do. And so technology will always be at our so, so if I came here as a small business and I said, you know, not only do I want a, a co-work space, but I also need the help with Hey, can you set up a website for me? Can you help me with all of it in my marketing and some SEMs of display? Right. You'd be able to take care That's of that. That's exactly it. That's excellent. And we do it at a discount for our members, understandably, because obviously. In fact, everything we do starts at $99. Our first desk starts at $99. Our marketing space and technology is absolutely excellent. We can do it as an app as a service. We can do it at $99. Right? And there's no reason if you've done something multiple times, and that's exactly what somebody needs, is you should go reinvent the wheel and do something new for them and charge them lots of money. So our idea is how do we get people to think about it? How do we get our first thought when we came to the mall was retailers out there? Who is their competition? Every single one of them. Amazon. Yeah. And what is the challenge? Price is one. Everything and they're fighting price. Delivery, convenience, there's one other thing, customer service. Because Amazon says, oh, you didn't look at the event? Mm -hmm. Not always. Oh, we all know the inside. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about the cell phone case sitting in my kitchen for three months because I'm haggling with the sellers. But anyway, it doesn't uh, yes. always quite work. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> if it's Amazon as opposed to third party exactly. marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. But that's one of, so Amazon's challenge is there. They can leverage that as much as they can, but a retailer is still fighting the fact that uh, Barnes & Noble is fighting the fact that if you buy it from Amazon, the book is $17, and if you get it from, I mean, if you buy it from Amazon, it's $13, if you buy it from Barnes & Noble, right down the street, and in our case, in the mall, it's $4 more. Yeah. That's a real problem. So they've got to find other ways to do it, and they've got to reach people and make sure that ordered online, you can pick it up in the store. If they pick it up in the store, they're more likely to see it. But you've also got to help people have never thought to have them to do that, because it must be too expensive. Exactly. To, to realize they can get over the hump and feel comfortable with it and have a provider that's nearby. So it's not going to be one and done. They know where we, they know where to find us. Everybody in this mall knows where to find and Especially if they're already using this as a co workspace. Yeah, my team's right there. Yeah, I could go talk to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and often if it's a retailer, they will not, they're going to they're they're be right there. Their team is going to be right there, but they're less than 40 steps away. Exactly, yeah. They can walk. It's very, very comfortable, and <laughs> they get to know us. And that's the other thing. We start to build community. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So we do one other thing that sort of gets lost in this. When we talk about we want walkable cities, and now Gen Z wants a walkable city. Well, I get that. But if you are saying, yeah, but I want a little more space and I want to move out, and like, that's exactly what happens to a lot of our market. You know, I don't want that house in the yard. Yeah, I do, but I really like to see you. I don't know. 
Well, if you can have more spaces like this, and by this I mean long walls that are starting to think about it, then they've got places they can skateboard to, bike to. Yes, they, they do need to drive. They can drive, but they park and they're done for the rest of the day. And they can still do all the things they want to do. They have a place to take their kids because they're childhood. Place to go to lunch. Program here. So that's why Neoware said we love the space, and every other mall we're looking at, we're looking to find similar sort of environment. So it will be places where there are lots of remote workers, where there is access to uh, to university and academic um, institutions that are where a large number of their graduates are going. Yeah, I spent two years doing this, but I've been trying to figure out this problem. And they stay nearby, so they want to, or their faculty want to take a, a sabbatical and leave. We're a perfect place. Love that. Ben, how did you actually get involved with Neoware? What's your story? Why don't you tell us a little bit of the context about you? Well, so I mentioned that I was the executive director of the Yes. And from there, we were looking to sort of flip a business model for one year. And um, so we called it the Regional Tech Association, but we continued to do all of the programming that we previously done, which was first and foremost, a monthly meetup. That meetup was demo nights, mm -hmm. and then it was great times. And we had one that involved blockchain. Well, just so happened, in fact, we are now, applause to patent pending on our blockchain application. Nice. Very, very excited about that. And it's, um, it's really uh, a way of certifying identity and time stamping any document that needs that. So it can't be changed. So you're, it's, it's not any more complicated than that, although it took us a while to get there. But in terms of explaining it, if you were to send something, it's easy to hear blockchain, easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I do want to mention that that's actually how I met them. They, I met three of my partners because they came to an event, and then I had a demo night, and they came and demoed um, an educational software in, that involves AR. Really wonderful program project. We're actually still using the technology products that we're developing. Um, this was an educational tool that we actually tested in one of the schools here. We worked with the UDF and a, and a research project to build that one out. But, and they had already started that on the way when I first met them. I fell in love with what, what they were doing. So I love working with the guys uh, who are not far away. I can't tell. So they're all behind me. So you can see. <laughs> they're over the they're all really way. They're getting um, ready. <laughs> so they are all getting ready to make <laughs> oh my God, that's Death so Fest happen. Awesome. You've got to come to yeah. You really do have to come yes. to Death Fest tomorrow. I mean, I am so thrilled. That we are so this is the kind of thing that I love to partner on when I was first involved in downtown tech community and doing Orlando Tech. I got involved as someone who was a business mentor. I spent years helping companies do um, a number of different things, whether it was sprint and sort of business process thinking or business strategy thinking or product development. Or customer discovery, that's my background, like, marketing. Ah. Uh, and uh, in fact, I sort of I made the jump from traditional marketing 
social media here in Orlando. Oh, interesting. Okay. <clears throat> and I worked with, um, we were just, it had just barely started the social media program. It was an international program back in 2008, 2009. <laughs> so that was actually how I first got involved. And I always wanted to move more to the innovation side because I always felt we were now building out the tools to make it more accessible for more people to try their ideas, to try to realize them, and to fail quickly. I know that's a cliche. <laughs> well, it, it's a uh, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah exactly. But so, so the things that I would do is whether they, it was entrepreneurship or you know entrepreneurship. So if I was working with companies internally, I would work with them on product, on marketing. I guess I was kind of a jack of all trades over the course of my experience. Uh, I worked with senior management and C-suite on sort of presentation and delivery and employee communication. So. <laughs> nice, love it. I, I mean. To be truthful, my first venture in tech was when I started producing live video content. I guess that's on work. It's here. Look at what yeah, we're that's doing. Yeah, right? that's what, that's what, what we're doing. What are we doing right now? Right? <laughs> is this yeah. not live video content? It is live video content. And I did it the only version of live video content in the United States, the US and satellite. Oh, oh, wow. And microwave dishes that picked up those signals wherever it was in. Right? So we this? have a no, I do want to know because <laughs> I worked at Aloha Conference. Aha, uh -huh, so you understand. So I understand, yes. So, and I worked in Honolulu, but I worked in the New York Bridge, so I had to work at three in the morning to be on New York time. Um, and I remember thinking, wow, this is so high tech. And that was right before, you know, everything happened with the internet. Yes, it's very true. Yeah, but when amazing. I first did satellite video conference. We did broadcast quality video conferencing oh, wow. with one input tape, by the way, when we were recording. Yeah, <laughs> God. That's like over the airways, totally analog. That's amazing where we get Every other frame, right? Oh, <laughs> wow. It's a storm cloud. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. So I've been in tech since I've been in tech. Over thirty. Save yeah. zero technology. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. See, I just say like, over thirty. You have to wonder how yeah. somebody who majored in comparative literature ended up doing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what what, what was your uh, interest there? French and Russian mentioned sexual literature. Oh my God! I majored in Russian literature. Oh, oh that's no! Yes. So, yes. so my <laughs> thesis was going to be Dostoevsky. I was really into Anna Akhmatova. Oh, oh, I have her books in Russian. See? I picked them up in 1974. <laughs> have you ever seen? <laughs> I didn't hear it. Have you ever seen Fear and Yes. <laughs> we have so much. Oh my gosh, Sarah and I now have bonded forever. <laughs> yes. That's yes. So let's talk about it. And that. we're both into <laughs> Yeah. And, and, yeah. and people always go, oh, they won't understand. But the truth is, as I tell people all the time, this is why we teach creative thinking. We don't yes. teach tech. Yes. We teach people how to solve problems and how to ask questions. Right? So we ask so to ask why multiple times. We have to try to figure out why that answer means another answer to why that answer. Why? Yes. Right. Why? But why? But why? <laughs> but why? Yes. All right. And 
and, and that's why it was very easy, naturally, you know, you go from these manuals to marketing, and digital marketing, and like, I don't know how. You just totally described <laughs> my career trajectory, so thank you. <laughs> that's the traditional way, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's with, exactly how we all do it. With all of us, we have these opportunities that kind of just confront us as we're going through our careers, and they, they make sense, and we, you know, maybe it's, it's not the way we plan, but that, that's life, right? That's the Robert Frost yeah. 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 The road not taken could be the other one, but in fact, we do make those choices. And, and and for the most part, I'm just going to say I've never thought any one of those choices would be wrong, which is what's exciting when you go, you know, I'd, I'd actually like to try that one over there and put the circle back and go around. And often, they're really neat together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no choice is wrong. It's just another path to pick on the journey. Exactly, and it's always good to, to get a little philosophical yeah. here. Yeah. It's always good to diversify your interests too. As exactly. I like this, you know, try uh, multiple different things. Yes, it's true, and um, I think that's also why we encourage lifelong learning, right? Which is yeah. kind of what a depth thing is, just to bring us back to what's happening tomorrow. Right? What is that? The people getting together to talk about things, learn something they didn't know the day before, they walk away, it, everybody at JetFest should walk away with something they didn't have in their life, right? It may be a new connection with somebody who's really got an idea of how to solve a problem they've been working on that they met. Exactly, that, that human handshake. It's amazing. Yeah. It, may be, uh, it may be somebody who was in a breakout who just happened to hit on that problem, right? But they, They've been noodling and just couldn't figure it out. Just couldn't tie, untie that knot. And something that's said on the stage, or maybe it's when we were here walking by. I mean, there's all kinds of ways, but that's exactly what happened. And that's because you're opening yourself up discovering something. Exactly, some new ideas. Just the, the power of that, of going to these conferences, the power of, of a, a co workspace to be right. able to sit next to somebody and say, hey, you know, what do you think about this? See, and that is one of the things I find most interesting. A lot of co-working spaces are sold very kumbaya, right? Yeah. And listen, that's my generation, so I get that, except that it's not. Neither was social media. And, I mean, uh. we battled very hard. We did. We battled very hard and got very excited. I am one of the people who said, oh my gosh, this is too late. I have to really think about what that customer wants to hear, right? So now but i want them to talk back to me because i not only don't want to think about what they want to hear i want to hear what they have to say yes yeah the challenge has been that we always find so we we manage with all the noise sort of sadly turn all those channels that could have been very exciting rich conversation everybody's pushing in one direction and they don't hear anything Mm -hmm. Unless it's back to the echo. Yeah, yeah, unless it's an echo. Filter bubble. Filter bubble. For real. So, so from my standpoint, I sort of went, well, you know what? That's why I buy it. That's why I absolutely love you're not in your bubble, you're not isolated. We didn't do that anyway. So, um, whether it's co working with, our cohort, our members say what they love is not that they just found somebody who's their client tomorrow or the guy who's going to build the next great thing with them, right? Or the woman who's really, oh, that's the idea I had, and I pulled off my shelf, and now they're doing it. It's 
collaboration is really important mm -hmm. in co-working spaces as in anywhere else. Exactly. As in anywhere else. But it's it's collaboration at every level. Making the coffee, making you know, or letting letting us know that they need something. That's collaborative. It is also the fact that aside from that kind of collaboration, when you walk by the a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago, how our students were totally about being left alone. And And with flex, right? So you can work any time. And if you're allowed to work at home and come in the office only twice, it's not really a remote worker at that point, just taking that up. You end up the water cooler effect of COVID makes people more incredible without a doubt. Yeah, see, this is why I just have a lot of animals. See, I work at home, I don't have a work in space. Why can't I come to the They're my they're my they're my go <laughs> And do you talk to them? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do the my, horses talk back? The horses don't talk back, but my oh, husband yeah. often asks why we have animals. So <laughs> I come out. I'm like, get out of my way. I'm, I'm, you know, and all day. I, I was so excited. I do. I actually got one of the things I did was after. So the way I sort of transitioned to um, social media tech was actually through One Million Cups. Okay. And through Code Correlate, those two organizations. One Million Cups. I met Ron Benzi, who we call the Godfather of Uh, working at it, it's in partnership with Google Startup. 
and it's done all over the world. So our hashtag here in Orlando area, or supported world, which is Startup Weekend Orlando. Just wow. uh, nice. nice. all weekend next weekend. Well done. Twitter, all well right? done. Yeah. You can't do fun things Squirrel. like that. No. Yeah, no. no. We. I will say that Orlando has the most fun Small. tech community I've ever been in, and yet yeah, no. one of the first places I went tech events was a bar camp down the campus. Oh, So another reason I want to see us pull together Central Florida as a community yes. all across the way. Yeah, we really need to. Yeah. We really need to build that. Because there are very different sort of sectors, sort of for Space Coast and Space Coast for a reason. And IT has driven Tampa in many ways. It's a very large company. It doesn't mean you can't have other great companies that are doing similar here. And they're serving those that are regional. But those of us who are working in these spaces, the more we're able to help each other grow, um, it's not just Orlando. It's not just I would only say the Orlando Economic Partnership Well, we're getting uh, about to the end, so we like to ask you just a few questions. Uh, mostly, how can people find out more about uh, about you and, and the company? Well, they can go to neowarestudios.com, okay, and they can find out all kinds of great things about us. Um, we are on Facebook, and we're on Twitter, and we are on LinkedIn, and we are on um, Insta, of course. Um, and we talk to a lot of folks a lot of the time on all of these That's really nice. We love when people talk to us. We want to hear what you think. Um, so you can find out about us on our website. By the way, we have a, an event page on our website. Oh, great. Okay. Um, which is not just our own event, but includes community events. And where I actually started was working with the chambers locally, just so that business people could get a place where they could find all of them in one place. And we're doing more of that. So DevSec is on that. The, um, the exhibit is down to science and the AI exhibit is not there. And, and unless you know where to look on the library or someplace else, I just figured the more of these aggregators that are bringing these things together, the better we all are. And so we go to our event page, not just NeoWare, although our events are really great. <laughs> they really they're are. You can say the best. Yeah, the, the best. We happen to think they're the best. Yeah. No, I would tell you that our, our events are a lot of fun. There's always fear. There's great conversation. There are great ideas here. When we do demo night, we are not just saying, bring your finished product and go and sell it to everybody. Bring us what you're building. Yeah. Share it with your What demo night's about. Yes. 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 It's exciting. Yeah. So that's what we love doing. Um, and again, we have demo nights at least once a quarter and hoping to move them to at least every other month. We have what we call our NeoWorks inspired networking, which is where we have everything from futurism to uh, automated vehicles and what's happening in Central Florida about it to some much more geekier side of us. That's great. We just pick a topic that we think people will like. Anybody's got an idea, we are always open. Love that. Yeah. So podcasting, for example, do be something that we would just features. What are we going to talk about this week? Mm. Mm. I knew a good one. 
Yeah. 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 See how that can happen. <laughs> and we asked people to show. We actually, one of our most recent events where actually one million cups then and now. Uh -huh. Oh, how cool. So Ron Benzi is actually with a future speaker. We have two other, two other speakers that had presented more recently. But the idea was okay, so you go to them at one million cups. Have you ever been? No, I haven't. All right, so it, right now, that our one million cups is to dollars every Wednesday morning. Um, we're very involved in that. So um, and it's a great program because early stage, early, early stage, as in before maybe friends and family or friends and family, or it could be seat made for. So it's across the board, are up there on that stage talking about But it's a little less so it can be any kind of Sure. And you see them, and then they get guppy tank response, we call it. Not shark tank. Guppy tank. Guppy tank response from the audience. Um, then um, they take away something. They Everybody takes away something. You know something you didn't know about what was going to be with it. Yes. And the folks on stage get some really great ideas and insights. You know, I didn't. How, can you tell me how you're doing that? It's not simply how you make how you get to make the money. Yeah, that's happened to some of you in the audience. Most demos, most always. That's not this is that is a legitimate question for some of those who are there, but not it's not necessarily. Funny. Yeah, because they're free thinking. They're very morphic. That's what's cool about one. Do apply is um, actually funded by the Kaufman Foundation. Oh, cool. It's all over the place. And on One Million Cups, you can find that One Million Cups Orlando, you can get yourself to previous presenters because it's always So that's one thing. Um, and so we wanted sort of, so, but you go to them and you go, well, what happened to the rest of Sure. You know, it's been five years. So what was really nice doing that, and I hope you listen more of that, is then uh, here's what the, where they were then. Here's where they are. They may have pivoted I was about to say, I think there's a big difference between here, but that's and so wonderful. I mean, look at us. We went from an educational educational, and using AR as our focus point. We had an idea for how we were going to build a marketplace to what we were doing. Yeah. Even on a personal, I think every single one of us, we started in one place and you know, how did I even get here? I don't know. I couldn't really satellite video exactly. Exactly, yeah. Satellite video Diane, we're just about in here. Do you have any final words, any kind of uh, words of wisdom that you like to bestow upon yes. the audience? Deep and meaningful. Yes. Yeah, deep and meaningful. Anything you like to tell me? Uh, no pressure. Short notice is always interesting, but more than anything, I just want to ask everybody who watches your, your, your program to get involved. If you are a developer, if you are a creative, if you are building something wonderful, don't do it That is what we need more than anything. And you do have something good that you can bring. It doesn't matter what. Right? Not only that, if you connect, the idea. The way that you will go forward is going to be so much. So, help us build this space, which is ours and is unique. It's like no other. That's what I was.
really want to see it. A big ass. Um, and more than anything else, come out tomorrow. Come to DevFest tomorrow. An amazing program for you here in the OER. And it is DevFest. Google Developers Group of Central Florida are putting on an amazing program with what have we got here? Web, mobile, and startup. Startup, yeah. All those tracks. All those tracks. Is there no UX? There's, there's design, but. Next year. Well, in mobile and web, you're going to have to. Yeah, 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 you're going to have to. I want my own. Sarah Trap. It's Sarah one. Sarah Trap. Next year, looks like yeah. 2020 Sarah Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours of content. <laughs> she can cover it. I promise. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Diane, thank you so much. Thank you. We really, really appreciate you. you. Wonderful talk with you. Thank you so much. Oh, we have got a lot. We, to talk we got a lot. To talk about. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you soon, and be here tomorrow for Dev Fest. Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review. Kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?